So with this, what we're trying to do is say, actually, we get to run this amazing race of life where we get to pursue Jesus and the life that he has for us, something that is to be daily enjoyed more and more. And what we're looking at is how do we run them with pace, these different building blocks that enable us to actually see and experience more of this amazing life Jesus has for us. And it can seem a bit like, yeah, but this isn't rocket science. No, it isn't. And that's the whole point. Like prayer is something, if you've been a follower of Jesus for a day, a week, a year, a decade or more, it's just, it's just there. And it, and it can seem simple, but it's profound that we're invited to taste and see. And, and in that, I want us to now build on. And what we're going to see is the discovery of the difference between Lucy and I. Lucy would be very sensual in terms of her different senses we're going to do. We're going to find that I'm a bit matter of fact of Higo. Uh, we're going to look at something in some different content. But what I'm going to look at is the whole area of fasting. Done prayer. We're not going to do fasting. And I was actually just talking to Mike. I don't think up until this morning, I've never spoken on fasting. Uh, I don't know how many talks I've actually heard on fasting. It's one of those ones that can tend to be something we know's there, but we think, yeah, let's keep it over there and not too much with us. We kind of like to add an E into this and think maybe, maybe if it was feasting, I think we'd love talking about it. And the Bible is full of feasting, and feasting is good and allows us to enjoy and celebrate in who God is. But I want us to see that fasting is also good allows us to enjoy and celebrate in who God is. Fasting isn't something that's a, a mark of the really holy ones. Fasting is just something that is part of following Jesus. But I want us to see that it is something that we're to enjoy, not to endure. And so to help us do that, I just want to define just briefly what I mean by fasting. Fasting is going without something we enjoy to aid our pursuit of Jesus. That could be the going out without food, it could be going without technology, it could be going without um, a moment of going out with other people. It's the denial of something we're enjoying in order that we can pursue more of Jesus. John Piper puts it like this in his book, A Hunger for God, which is a whole book on fasting. And he says, fasting means love for God, hunger for God. That's what it is in its very essence. And to help us kind of explore in this brief moment a bit more about fasting, I thought, well, let's just go straight to Jesus then and see what he says. And if you look at Matthew chapter 6, verses 16 to 18, this is what Jesus says. When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head, and wash your face. Just to say, that, that's a good kind of instruction just for life. Um, just as a quick aside. Uh, so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father who is unseen. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. So what I want to do just quickly, as I said, I'm a bit more uh, kind of... Lo- kind of a flow chart, that's how my whole life is, one big flow chart. Lucy often laughs at me a bit, it probably means I'm somewhere in life. But what we're going to look at this is in terms of the what of fasting, the why of fasting, and then the how of fasting. So in terms of the what of fasting, I think Jesus reveals a couple of things in this passage of the what of fasting. The first is this, fasting is not an if, but a when. Jesus doesn't say, hey, when... If some of you fast, this is how you're to do this. You know, once you've got to that point of showing how amazingly holy you are, then you get to fast. And he says, no, when you fast, this is just part and parcel of being a follower of me. 
that just as I'm someone who's modeled this to you, you can read the scriptures and Jesus fasted. He says, actually, you too are to know this is just to be pattern and part of your life. So it's a when, not an if. He then goes on to say, there's also something you have to take joy in. Now, in that you say, well, where's he saying that? Well, I'd say we're going to come on to look at something else he's meaning by this. But when Jesus kind of says how we're to act outwardly, I think he's not only pointing to how we're not to look for something, which, as I said, we'll go on to look at in a moment, but also it's to say, actually, you're to act in a way outwardly that's about what you're going to be enjoying inwardly. So you're to put oil on your head and wash your face because you want to get yourself ready to show that actually you're living a way that you're enjoying, like you've got life about you. So if I'm going out for a meal, I think probably the best example of this I can think of is weddings. Uh, I do enjoy going to weddings. I should have probably said that this morning. I didn't. I tend to, though, always like a little bit that goes after the wedding service. I really love seeing people get married. What I really love, though, uh, as well as seeing them get married, is the moment where you get to have a really nice meal. And in it, I would never turn up for that nice meal that I know someone spent a lot of money for in my pajamas. I wouldn't like wake up and think, oh man, running a bit late, don't bother washing, get a bit of my gold digger on, and then um, <laughs> rush down in my shorts and t-shirt and think this will do. No, I get up and make sure I've got time and ready because I know what I'm going to get and I want to really enjoy it. I want to be in the right frame of mind. I'm saying, I'm going to get something nice here and I want to enjoy it all. So outwardly, I get myself ready for something I know I'm going to enjoy. And Jesus says, this is what you should do with fasting. Get yourself ready outwardly, because inwardly, this is going to be something that gives you joy. Why? Well, I'd say for these reasons, why, the why of fasting is about, firstly, it's about our focus. You see, suddenly what fasting does is it, it takes away our focus from things that we tend to think about, like, what am I going to eat next? Just to say, when I'm talking about fasting, I, I'm not talking about like fasting between breakfast and lunch. That's not it. Or I'm not talking about fasting between, oh yeah, when I go to sleep and when I wake up. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, in it, what it does is as I remove this thing that I'm enjoying, it might be food, it might be social media, it might be these TV box set that I really love. As I remove that, it suddenly takes my focus from that and it says, actually, what's more important than this is you, God. My focus is purely on you. But it's also about my focus saying, as Jesus had pointed to, that why I'm putting my all on my head and washing my face is, my focus also isn't on what others think about me as I'm denying this thing. It isn't me going on, and in our day and age, I don't think it is going around looking at how clean and oiled I am, because hopefully we all wash. Um, but rather, I think it's more like social media. That's how we do it. Just so everyone knows. I'm about to fast. Or maybe it's, just so you know, you won't see me on social media for the next three weeks because I'm not going to be on it. So what? And Jesus says, actually, that's totally right. When someone posts that, sorry if you've ever done this, I'm not having a go at you. It just is one of those ones where I think, just don't bother going on it. Why didn't you tell me that you're not on it? But in that moment of us posting something, like Jesus says, that's it, that's your reward. Like what you've got from this is other people saying, wow, you're not going on social media for three weeks? You're not eating for the next 12 or 24, 36 hours? Amazing. And Jesus says, that's as good as it's going to get. Is that really what you want to do this for? Just so people think that's really cool? 
He says, no, no, get the focus right. It's all about getting on God, first thing. Second thing, it's about hunger. Yeah, of course it's about hunger. If I'm not eating something, I feel hungry. Well, no, no, it's about a hunger that isn't about our physical hunger. It's about a spiritual hunger. It's saying, actually, in this moment of me denying this, it's because I'm saying there's something more important. It's about my hunger after God, or maybe it's my hunger after seeing breakthrough. At that point, can I be just a quick aside? Sometimes I think we can think, well, maybe fasting's in me twisting God's arm. God, I really need you to sort this thing out in my life or this situation I'm facing. Therefore, I'm going to fast. I fast, you act, twisting your arm. No, 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 it's not about that. It's about our hearts. I'm saying, God, this is how desperate I am for this. I'm willing to deny myself that because I'm desperate for you to break through. I can think of, for me in the past, I remember um, uh, late teens, early 20s, yeah, it was late teens, pretend it was early 20s, it wasn't, it was late teens. I remember I'd often get home and within my household, if everyone else had gone to bed, I'd then flick the TV on. At that point, as I'm flicking the TV on, I'd be flicking through the channels saying, oh, 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 I shouldn't be looking at that, but oh, there's no one else around and oh, the channel just happens to be there and I can't possibly change it and I'd allow that image to fill my mind. And in that moment, as I started to do that and it became a pattern, I realized that actually, if I wanted to see this change, it wasn't just about saying, I don't want to look at this. It's actually, I need to change what I'm doing here. And so what I did is said, I'm hungry. I want it so hungry to see this broken God. I want you to be first as I'm not going to watch TV. So I didn't watch TV for a year in order that I could say, actually, no, I want to see this broken because I'm more desperate for you, God, than I am for that. It's also about illuminating. Uh, Richard Foster in his book, Celebration of Discipline, says this, fasting reveals the things that control us. This is a wonderful benefit to the true disciple who longs to be transformed into the image of Jesus Christ. We cover up what is inside of us with food and other things. God, this is uncomfortable. Like, how often do we have stuff that's really going on and we think, mm, watch something, look at Facebook, has anyone liked anything I've put or has anyone uh, loved my Instagram photo image of my perfect life? Or has this moment actually, you know, I'm just going to eat something because if I eat something, actually I just feel a bit okay. At that moment where we suddenly take ourselves away from that thing, it exposes what's really going on. I tell you, the thing I often find is, I, is my emotions are there when I, I'm not eating. It's suddenly I realize, man, I'm angry. And it isn't because I'm not getting enough coffee or kind of sugar. It's because suddenly in that moment, I realize, oh, that interaction I had did really affect me. And I need to forgive that person. And I need to ask for forgiveness. And I need to move on. And I say, when we're fasting, it illuminates stuff that's really going on in us. Then the last one is this in terms of the why. It's a mystery. I don't know if you're liking the photos that I'm using on this. This one, right, I think it's brilliant because it's mist and the trees. Mystery. I thought it's brilliant. I, I even found it by mistake. It was only as I looked at it with Lucy who said, mist, tree, amazing. Anyway, small things. I wanted it to be catchphrase and have Mr. Chips pop up. But no one watches catchphrase, catchphrase, I realize. I, guilty pleasure. I love catchphrase. I can never do it, but I love it. Mr. Chips. Anyway, what are we talking about? Fasting. Mystery. Here's the deal. Jesus ends by saying, look, when you fast, 
your father will reward you. I don't know if you got that. What he didn't say is when you fast, your father's going to do this specific thing. He just says the father's going to reward you. Why? Because it isn't a Western mindset we have. It isn't that we're enlightened, therefore, because we know how it all works. I do A, God does B. No, no, it's, it's a mystery. Like, God isn't someone we can box. God is an eternal being that is way beyond our understanding. Therefore, there is an element of our faith that is always a mystery. And because we're an enlightened people, we think, well, no, no, I have to understand. And yet there's this part of following Jesus that is, you cannot understand. And therefore, when you do this, we need to understand that Jesus wants us to understand, that's a lot of understanding, isn't it? That there is a mystery in this, that when you fast, the Father sees and he will reward you, but you won't know what that specifically is going to look like until he does it. And in that, that's then this invitation of, I'm doing this not to get something. I'm doing this in the mystery of God that I know it will do me good, but I don't know quite yet know how. So then it leaves us with the how of fasting. I'd say, firstly, it's about training. This is me, obviously, as a photo. I just do want to show my face. I'm just very humble about this stuff. Don't get a figure like this without with lifting weights. <laughs> um, the deal's this, that I think sometimes we can jump from nothing to everything. And with fasting, you cannot do that. I remember when I ran my first and only half marathon, I decided that I knew how to train. And so my training went like this. One mile, two miles, four miles, eight miles, 16 miles. Training for a half marathon in just under two weeks. Um, not surprisingly, when I ran my first half marathon, I only made, only made it halfway round, and then my knee popped out of joint, and I then struggled by crawling along, pulling my leg to the finish line, because I'm slightly determined. Um, I've never run a half marathon again, because I realized that actually to do it takes training. And the same's with this stuff. We can't jump from nothing to something. We have to stage it. Therefore, in it, there's... And I'd encourage you to read Celebration of Disciplines by Richard Foster because he just practically expresses, like, how do you do this stuff? Of how do you go to a point of not eating for a period of time? Both in how you enter a fast of not eating, but also how you exit it. I've got some really bad stories of, of exiting fasting wrongly. So I remember the first time, and this isn't to... I'm sorry, at this point when I tell these stories, it isn't to say, hey, look at me. Um, I remember the first time I fasted for longer than kind of 36 hours, and I, I did it, and I remember ending the fast thinking, man, I'm, I'm just going to eat. And I was in the center of Birmingham, and just went to a, a fast food place, and then ate a lot. And within three minutes, realized how quickly when your body is not being digesting, it digests. And all I can say is it's a very vulnerable place to be, the center of Birmingham, when you need to find somewhere very quickly to digest things. Um, and so I learned things through that, that you do it steadily back in. I can remember a friend of mine saying that um, with it, you learn also that it's about grace. Whenever you're stopping doing something, it's remembering that this is about God's unconditional love and mercy. It's not that you're proving something. It's not that you're doing it out of duty. I remember my friend talking and saying that he knew he got it a bit wrong, when at 11.59 p.m., he sat at his dining room table with the takeaway lids all off, 
waiting for 12 o'clock in order that he can start eating. He said, look, I've lost a plot here. It's not that, but I'd say it just takes training, which then leads me to this point, that in terms of fasting, what I say we have to do is three Ds. First is we have to decide. Decide what you're going to do, what you're going to give up. Then define it, like when you're going to do it, how long are you going to do it for? Only if you're doing it regularly. Um, there's <laughs> um, and then the last one is just do it, is you do it. That I think so often with fasting we say, oh yeah, that's something I'm going to do. No, no, it's something you just do, you plan it, you start to build a rhythm of it. Like when Jesus talked about this in terms of uh, Matthew 6, he was talking to a culture where it was common practice to fast two days a week. That's what he's talking into. When you fast, you're going to be fasting two days a week. Uh, and so in it, I'd say, use this, say, decide, what is it I'm giving up? Define, when am I going to do that and for how long, knowing it's training and building up into it. It's also God's grace. It's not me proving something. And then lastly, do it. And that's it in terms of fasting.